Today is Sunday, October 18th, 2020. It has been a hot minute, man. And, you know, we've we've said on this podcast before, oh, we're going to, you know, do this weekly or even more than weekly, at least weekly. And, you know, it's sometimes it just won't happen. But alas, that's how life works. You know, we it never goes as planned. But nonetheless, thankfully, we gravitated back towards recording another episode. It's been a hot minute, like I said, but we're back. And although I do want to ask how Cal's feeling today, well, I guess I will ask Cal, how are you? How are you? Good. <laughs> I'm the weirdest. Good. I'm good. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but I'm actually but in I, the mood to tell you about these podcasts I found. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I guess this doesn't really make sense to anyone else. But like we were talking about podcasts <laughs> before recording. We we're like, you know, screw it. Let's just talk about it like, while recording. But I just realized it's kind of weird to transition from how's it going to, hey, yo, let, 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 me, let me tell you about these podcasts. I think. But yeah. anyways, you have some podcasts that you want to share. Yes, I do. Like, dude, why did like we need to recommend podcasts? Like, this yeah. is such a good, this is a segment now. Well, I mean, oh. I, I mean, there's only so many podcasts, but. I mean, there's a lot, dude. There is. You're a right. Lot, you're right. But all right. So let me let me let me tell y'all. Um, last night I was like, dude, I feel like all the podcasts I listen to are just all guilty pleasure podcasts. Like, I mean, there's definitely there's nothing wrong with listening to like Joe Rogan or H3H3, but like I wanted to listen to some academic podcast. Um, so I I went and I literally looked up academic podcast, <laughs> and like I just scrolled through this page of like hundreds of them. And one that uh, kind of caught my eye because of the graphic design was The Last Archive. I think their logo is really cool. That's literally the reason why I clicked on it. Um, and it is made by uh, Jill Lepore. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, acclaimed historian. Uh, dude, she basically just brings you through these stories. And I mean, there's like multiple shows under The Last Archive. Um, but she like brings you through these stories and, and presents research to you in an actual engaging way because reading articles are the worst and when you can actually tell me history through the eyes of someone who lived the history does that make sense like sometimes she'll do it through the point of view of someone that's so cool right and then and then um yeah. there's a sub series and the one i'm really interested in i mean the last archive's good but into the zone under the last archive now that's the one i've really been listening to uh they're only like two episodes in but please Check it out, dude. Like, I don't even know like who it's for. I think it's for everyone. Like, if you enjoy a good story, <laughs> listen to Into the Zone, please. Yeah. Um. So th- that's my th- that's my first one, and then David, this one's for you in particular. Okay. Okay. Listen up. You have no idea what you want to do with your life. No. But you know what I do know you want to do. You want to help people. Like David, you're a very compassionate person. I've literally noticed it from day one. Like. You just don't care who anyone is. You just want to help them. Like that's, I feel like that's almost your, your duty in life. And that's something that's just going to actually fulfill you is helping people. And like, what, how can you have a job that pays a lot of money and is competitive while not stepping on people? Well, introducing the the 80,000 hours podcast. So the 80, it's, it's, it was born in Oxford um, and the 80,000 Hours Podcast is a London-based organization, and they conduct research and publish episodes solely based on showing you job careers that will have the highest positive social impact on the world. 
and they give you, they provide career evidence. They tell you like salaries, outlook on the jobs, and they just give you jobs and, and career outlooks that are tailored to just having positive social impact. Oh my God. Wait, wait. Right. Do you remember? Yo, I'm, I'm trying it's, to. Isn't that perfect well. for you? 80,000 hours is what it's called. I wonder, do you know where the 80,000 hours comes from? No, I have not looked. It might be on like their website, like a little story. Mm. But, oh, you have 80,000 hours in your career. Oh, right. And how can you use all those 80,000 hours to really better the world? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, and here's the thing. Oh, you know what? Okay. I know this, uh, you know what? It's not my turn yet. I'm, I'm going to wait until my turn, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And, you know, both of us, I don't know. I've always kind of admired your approach though. Cause it felt to me as though you had like a pretty good outlook on what you wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but then even that like kind of just fell away to even more opportunities. And I think that's just true. Like as you grow in like your teenage years, like at the very early age, what it's astronaut, <laughs> veterinarian, uh, pilot, pilot, <laughs> firefighter, doctor. Yeah. 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 And then like, as you grow up, you realize how, you know, just how in- intricate careers are. Like, I know you're like all AI research management specialist, production assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like, how has it come to this? Like it used to be so simple. I don't think my no, job used to be know. one word. I don't know. Though. I don't know if it was ever simple. I think to kids it felt simple because, you know, a doctor was a doctor. Versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's internal internal medicine and you know radiology. I don't. I don't yeah. even know that. <laughs> but yeah, man. But I think I realized something. I think it's just better to just not even. Uh, and and don't get me wrong. I think I'm gonna listen to this podcast just to get ideas. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just tired. You know, I'm tired of thinking of careers and constantly worrying about what I want to oh, be. Oh, yeah. When... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good not a good feeling. But, like, it's... You, you'll end up spending... Like, you spend so much time deciding and researching all these careers, but you don't actually gain any knowledge and improve yourself on the way. Yeah. Because, like, all we end up doing is researching the career. Um, but what I found nice about this podcast is it just... Like, it, it gave me... It just gave me, like, a sense of hope. Because, like, I just feel like... There was no jobs for nice people. <laughs> like, I just feel like you had to, if you wanted to make money in America, you had to step on people. But yeah. like this podcast, it gave me hope. And it was just, I was just like, wow, there actually is so many different jobs for people who are just trying to be socially positive. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's the reason why like doctors are, are such like a viral, not a valuable, but like desirable option. Because like for many people, it seems as though you can, A, you can, you can like have your cake and eat it, right? You can earn a lot of money and seemingly not step yes. on other people. Yes, exactly. And, you know, you're healing them and whatnot. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if we're just talking how like Cal Slatin's doing, last time we recorded, it was not in a very good place. Um, and I just have unavoidable ups and downs. Like no matter how hard I try to brace myself and uh, like expect me to like fall into a depressive state, like I'm like okay, like things have been good for a while. Let's 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 do this. Like it's gonna happen. Like no matter how much I prepare myself, like it's it's just like I get so horribly hit by just depression. To be honest with you, mm. like 
I, I mean, everything has been the same. Nothing has changed in my life. Like, I'm still studying for the SAT, still hopefully getting a band to live in. And yet, I'm happy. Even the last time we recorded, I wasn't. I just, mm-hmm. like, I'm just left in a vacuum. Um, but, you know, some days I'm like, everything's awful and the world sucks. And then other days, everything's beautiful and I'm so happy to be alive. And today is one of those days where I'm just happy to be alive. And the last day was like that. This last two weeks, I've been like that. It's like, honestly, I'm, I'm done trying to like keep these happy streaks going. I just need to live life because I think that that makes it worse. It makes the, the curves deeper. You know, you know, I'm on a roller coaster and mm-hmm. like me, tr- me like bracing myself and like almost trying to predict when I'm going to be depressed. Like, it's just not a good idea. Like it really does make it worse, and I just need to live life, stay in the moment as much as possible. Try not to get, try not to like get consumed by my by my own thought, uh, and, and just do this. Like I feel so happy today, and I, mm-hmm. I didn't try it at all. I, I just woke up and went went by life. So yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it is so simple. Yeah, it is. It is simple, and yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. I was talking to a person in my class about this concept of sadness, you know, and I've been wondering as well, and I. I want to preface this by saying that, you know, I think depression is different from sadness. Depression is, is a very exigent form and, and yeah, it's a disease, right? It's a, it's something that has to be treated and something that's dangerous, but I'm talking about sadness in like the, the common emotion language sense. And I'm wondering like, you know, just like how nighttime is a daytime, how sleep is to awake, Maybe sadness is just like the yin to the yang of happiness, right? Like, what does happiness even mean if we don't have ha- sadness, right? Isn't happiness don't don't we know happiness because we know what sadness is, right? Do, do, exactly. You know how, like, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we brought up the idea of like our ups and downs, right? Like, we'll never to get to an up, right? To get to a hill, to, sorry, to get to the top of a hill, you have to start from the ground, right? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And you know, you know, sadness is like a canvas to paint happiness in your life. Otherwise, you know, there's nothing to compare it to. But, but, but yes, um, yeah, and, and honestly, I do like being sad sometimes. Like, there are certain times where I'm sad, but, like, it, I'm actually looking at the Blu-ray of Call Me By Your Name. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 no, I'm thinking of a certain scene where uh, Michael Stahlberg is playing Timothy Chalamet's dad, uh, and Timothy Chalamet's first love just left Italy and moved back to America and ended up marrying with a woman. Um, so, you know, he sits down with her. I mean, he sits down with him, uh, Timothy and says like, like, don't kill this, don't kill the sadness because with it, the joy you felt, if you, if you kill the sadness, whatever, whatever the happiness was tied to also dies with it. And what you're left with is emptiness and feeling empty is a lot worse than feeling emotion at all. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Emptiness is the worst. Emptiness is awful. And it's, it's honestly like, there's nothing like being sad can sometimes be enjoyable. Like sometimes I'm like, I honestly was just recently thinking about, uh, you leaving to, to Boston, you know? And it's just like, and I was just thinking about some of my friendships that are just gone. Like my friend Marcus is leaving Mm. and it gets me emotional, but like I can sit down in my journal and at least write about it. And, And, then think about all the amazing memories I've had because the sadness reminds me 
of the happiness. Um, so that's a lot better than just existing with no emotion at all, you know? Mm. Man, so, dude, I mean, I, I want to add something there as well. Like, you know, I think, I think feeling sadness kind of makes us feel human, you know, but emptiness, that, that does not feel human at all. So it's, it's no, an alien, yeah. it's an alien emotion. Agreed. Um, Agreed. And, so and that's yeah. what sucks about me getting into these like depressive states because like there I, I'm feeling sadness and, and a lot of emptiness, but the sadness isn't tied to anything. The sadness isn't, it's not connected to any happiness. It's just lone sadness and I'm just sad and there's no happiness or I mean, the sadness doesn't remind me of any happiness. Mm. Like it's just sadness and it's, it's existing without cause, like without any cause or reason. So I'm just sad, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like a different kind of sadness. And I think that's why it should definitely be separated. Depression and sadness need to be separated yeah. like entirely. Yeah, definitely. But, but I'm glad that you're feeling, you know, happier now. That's, that's the most important part. Um, and yeah, feeling and, good and, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, to, to reference back to, to the fact that you're studying for the SAT right now, you know, I, I think, and I, you know, I obviously remember it's not an enjoyable feeling, but what I, what it was enjoyable, I think was just, I don't know, something to work towards, you know, like that was one of the reasons why the gym just felt so nice. I think for a lot of people is just that you had something to work towards, you know, and when you were talking, you know, to me a couple, a couple episodes ago about how. You know, every day just seems like a repeat of it of yesterday, right? The today felt like a photocopy of yesterday, and tomorrow will feel like a photocopy of today. Yeah, you know that's the worst because again, that's that's a little bit like emptiness, right? Where you're you're not moving and feeling when you feel like you're not moving in life, it's the worst. Yes, and it's when nothing's distinguishable, it's just like, what am I doing? Right, because you know that time is moving forward, no matter what the hell you do, right? And when you're not, well, then you're moving backwards. You know, again, I do. I just, I love I love Casey Neistat's metaphor of the walking escalator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes me. so much sense. And again, for reference, I'm going to keep repeating this on this podcast probably until the day I Please die. Please do. But, Please do. Um, you know, like in the airport, you have those like flat escalators that move forward, right? And that's time, right? Of course, time doesn't yeah. stop for everyone. And if you were to just and and imagine yourself walking, like against the current of the escalator, you're actually not moving if you match the speed of the escalator. Yeah. And and if you yeah. stop, if you stop and you just stay still on the escalator, you're going to move backwards. And that's what it is. Like when, when life Time when life is a headwind. Becomes, yes. Yes. Or in this case, a tail. Uh, yeah. Headwind. Not my bad. Yes. Dude, that's beautiful. Yes. Time is a headwind. Dude, that's big wow. brain. Wow. And it erodes you as well as a headwind would do. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it slowly it erodes you and you have to fight as hard as you can to keep moving forward. But exactly oh wow that is a perfect metaphor mm -hmm. but i mean yeah I'm, I'm feeling good uh i'm just so glad i'm feeling good because like literally like i listen back to the last podcast and it doesn't even feel like i'm the same person anymore mm. i'm like how did i even have those thoughts like I'm, I'm literally it's been like 15 days and yet like that cow slatin is i don't even recognize him anymore it's crazy I did yeah. that that is something I gotta figure out. Like I can't be bouncing off the walls, you know. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I can flatten these curves. Yeah. But uh I, I'm pretty much I'm I'm good. So so David, 
<laughs> uh, how's it going with you? Yeah, thanks for asking, man. Um, I, I have a predicament, I suppose. Not a predicament. I just have a question that, you know, and to, to be completely realistic here. So, you know, I haven't ruled out the op the option of becoming a teacher, right? Like the more I've talked, to, I've talked to a lot of professors here who have been teachers, like K-12 teachers. And they, you know, yeah, yeah. and and the class that I'm in right now that, talk, that talks about K-12 education. You know, you just f- see so many things that are wrong, you know, and you see the fact that so many people c- can benefit if education is done right, right? Like, I feel like, and I feel like, yeah, I just feel like there's so many people out there that just, you know, they they deserve everything, but they don't get it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I feel like it's a constant theme you keep. I feel like you can't stay away from education reform, dude. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Not when I know. And, you know, in many ways, I have to thank you as well, Cal. Like, you inspired me towards this pathway, partly because of just how open you were about your own transformation. Yeah. Throughout high school and and your ability to just really talk about. And I saw it. I mean, like in A Push, even AP Physics, even though we neither of us did much (laughs) in that class. Like, like, I don't know. It just... And I, I didn't really know what who you what, what kind of cow you were in freshman year, but the way you described it, you know, it, it did feel like you were progressing so much and you're becoming a really cognizant student. Yet at the same time, you weren't rewarded by the system. Yeah, yeah, the system. But anyways, it, yeah, and we do we have to figure that out? We have to. Yeah, like, dude, I was literally one simple conversation away with my counselor from being just left on the same track I was on, mm. like. Dude, it shouldn't come down to to whether or not my counselor Luck. pushed me into taking AP courses. Like everyone needs to have that conversation and everyone needs to have people who believe in them. Like no one, like the entire administration, the only person who thought I was an actual smart person was a issue. That's it. Yeah. Everyone else thought I was like a detention center common kid. Mm. Uh yeah, yeah unfortunate. But, but anyways, yeah, so like yeah, teacher is just something, but like at the same time, and I've said this before, I hate to think about it this way, but like, mm. you know, teachers just don't earn that much. And the financial stability, even though I try not to make it seem important to me, it nags at my soul, you know, and like, oh, and, and partly the reason why, and it's kind of maybe the curse of, of, of being at Harvard, maybe, but you know, it was interesting that when I, when I first got accepted in, my, my older brother told me like, nice man you got handed the quote-unquote and this is what he said the golden keys to life like what the fuck does that even mean man like <laughs> like w- first of all what does this key open why does it have to be golden why do i get it because of some sort of arbitrary admission to a brick building yeah i don't know man and and the fact that i'm here and you know i heard this crazy fucking statistic the other day so like one of the most popular majors here on campus is um econ or economics the other okay. one's government, but they said that seventy percent, seventy percent of econ majors at Harvard end up being millionaires. What? Seventy percent, yeah. Out of ten, what? Out of ten people who major in economics here, seven of them go on to become millionaires. And, and I bet the last three probably don't do too bad themselves. Are probably got close themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. no, that is unbelievable. And that's the thing. I, I love to be the guy to say like, oh, fuck that. I don't care. I don't, I don't care about that. I don't, but 
you know, and I actually have a friend in my entryway or my building or not my building, but the building I live in who like, who's really like non-materialistic. Like she, she said like, I'd be happy to live poor for the rest of her life. As long as it yeah. meant that she can keep playing her flute and keep doing art and teach about art. And I really wish I was like that, man. Like, not gonna lie, I really wish I felt that way as well, but I can't. I, I, I don't know. It, maybe it's some defect of mine or something that's wrong with me. Like, I. Well, no, David, David, what my friend JJ, which is one of Molly's friends, she went on Twitter and said, These are the only possessions I want in life. And I'm like, Wow, well, I kind of want these too. She's like, I want to live by a river. I want to have a garden. I want to have an electric car. And I want to have like two rooms in my house. Oh, wait, was this Max's girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wow. I mean, do I need any more than that? <laughs> like, like, David, how much money do you want in life? Like, I need a house. I need an electric car. And I need a, to live by like some body of water. And I'm good. Like, then I can do anything else and work would be fulfilling. I think, have you seen the study? Uh, it's happiness is no longer correlated to salary after $70,000 a year. Yes, 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 yes. I heard about that as well. That's the only thing that's keeping me alive, honestly, at this point. Please keep that, that, that idea. Stay alive. It, David, if you become an econ major, I'm going to fly to Boston and snap your neck. <laughs> no, I'm, de- I'm definitely not becoming an econ major. Okay, um, good. Like, I'm looking at maybe sociology, psychology, neuroscience, or, or, um, yeah, or one of those. One where I can study other people people in either a social context or a biological context is i want to understand people as well but anyways um yeah man yeah I, but i don't know like for me as well this is just something i guess it was just all a thing all always a thing i wanted to do but to like be able to travel frequently yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, just something yeah. i really really dig into like because I, I i follow this blog of this one teacher who teaches in saudi arabia um, and she's an American ed- educator, but she, she she teaches in Saudi Arabia because they pay teachers a fuck ton there. Okay, um, like like she saves up a hundred grand every year easily. Wow. Yeah, and that's also because wow, there's, no, there's barely any taxes there either. So, so um, yeah, is that what is that what's stopping you from being a K through twelve teacher? What do you mean? Is the wages? Partly, yeah. Like I don't know. I've heard. I've heard. I've talked to Miss Downey and. And a lot of teachers and, you know, it's rough, you know, and I don't know. It's I, rough. It's rough. You know, and, and, bro, it's rough. And, and think about it, it's rough in Merced. Imagine being in a city. Mm, like, yeah. that's not good at all. Like, I just wish teachers would get paid more. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I like, obviously, I can't tell you what job is, is right for you. But. Mm. And I bet people have been telling you this your whole life, but like, I think you need to do some fucking big things, dude. Like you're like, no one is like David Chen. Like I've talked to many people and there are people who want to be K through 12 teachers. Right. And I'm like, good for them. But I'm like, David, you have the potential to literally just change the life of every K through 12 teacher and literally change the way everyone teaches and how much they get paid. Like that's, yeah, I mean, we had one conversation, and you completely changed my political ideology. No one can really do that. <laughs> wait, 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 which which conversation was this? Remember with Harley? <laughs> yeah, well, but what was it about? Was it the wealth taxes on the wealthy? Y- yes, no, it was everything. You literally, we like, I've never been so convinced by anybody. We literally sat down with Harley, and I, I, to yeah, be I honest with you, 
to be honest with you, like the whole own a liberal culture, like got to me. And then it gets to many like middle-class white kids growing up. Um, and I was like, yeah, dude, I hate liberals. I am not kidding. One hour conversation with David Chen. I am now an Andrew Ng fanatic, borderline <laughs> socialist. <laughs> Who can do that? David, that is a, that is a fucking talent. Like, you can't let that go to waste, dude. You have, like, this ability to, like, convince someone and, and change someone's mind, but not coming off as an, as an asshole or, like, you're trying to own them. Like, no one in high school, everyone just wants to own everybody, but, like, you genuinely just wanted to present good ideas to me. And, like, in that moment, I realized that I'm like, David, you could literally run for a body of office very high up and get in. Like, if you could just debate anybody, I mean, you can pretty much prove to them that like you're capable to have that job Mm. yeah and you know there's a couple of things that you said there that that are that have been nagging me as well but the idea of like big impact you know like and that's the thing again here on campus there's a lot of there's a lot of that feelings right to like do big things and have big changes and all that and that's the thing i think here's the thing like i can imagine being a teacher and helping out one student be better at their life and and maybe like one day down the line that teach that that student grows up and and remembers me and says that i helped them help them on through the right path i think that's enough for me you know and and, and, and i get it and i get it and i get it like yeah i could i could technically reach a hundred thousand students if i you know and but that's the thing like i'm afraid of going for scale and forgetting the, the whole the whole purpose of this which is that like you know, I don't want to use the quantity over quality idea because I, I that's not really relevant. But like, you know, I'm scared of if I strive for scale and in, 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 instead of striving for real impact per person, I might lose some of that. You know, and I feel like that's what politicians do. You know, they they try to go for these big impact things and forget about the individual and forget about like that one life that could have been turned around, and instead they focus on the electorates and these bodies of people. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't have the, I don't know if I have the guts. I say, to do that. So, but here, let me let me bring this to you as a counter argument. Mm-hmm. Let's think about the joy you felt when I told you that Mr. Benili, the history teacher, implemented your lesson plan in class, which means you impacted literally. Th- you you exposed over th- like over actually over a hundred kids to podcasting. You did. That was that was you. They all listened to your lesson plan. What do you know how much you felt a lot of joy in that moment, right? Yeah, I did. Now let's scale that. Imagine if you could expose millions of students to podcasting and and put the improvement on their life that we felt when when we began podcasting. Do you see the potential there for fulfillment? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Like you were literally a curriculum writer in that moment and I could tell you were fu- like I don't know if you're still like if you still get joy thinking about that, but I could tell in the moment you were literally bouncing off the walls from excitement, just knowing that you already had an impact. And, yeah. and, and think about this, David. Like you could do that for a living. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I guess like we you, all. I just have. I just got to do more soul searching, man. But, um, like you had a taste. You got a little drip of I that. Did. I did. <laughs> you have to be craving it now. I mean, I, I'm craving it, and this wasn't even my project to begin with. 
Like, come on, man. I, I'm rooting for you. Like, I, I mean, David, if you want to be a high school teacher, I'm not telling you, like, like the impact you can have on people's lives is immeasurable. Mm-hmm. But like my, my personal opinion from what I've seen and I'm not you, but I think like you need to write some curriculum. Like, let's get this done. Let's go. Like, and also like, I'll, we can work together. Like, let's do something, you know, like, let's keep this going, dude. Yeah. Man. Let's just, but think about it. It's a lot, obviously. Yeah, it, it is. But I, I, you know, I think it's, um, yeah, it's just more soul searching, man, for sure. Definitely. Keep yeah. it simple, of course. Yes. Yeah. Keep it, and, and I think, again, live the question. Don't seek the answer. Live the question. I just got to live the question and, and, one someday someday soon probably after talking with people talking with you specifically as well you know we will and same thing for you as well we will trust me cal we will find the answer without even searching for it but instead living the question exactly yeah man all right well man that was such a feel-good last five minutes honestly thank you so much bro (laughs) (laughs) yeah of course Uh, i I want to end i don't want i want to end it off there so i can stay (laughs) keep this feeling for as long as possible so Um, So, yes uh i guess i'll end it off this is how uh david chen and cal slatten felt on sunday october 18th 2020